In a Charlotte Mason home school, we know we should do nature study once a week. Or is that a nature walk once a week? What's the difference anyway? Let's figure this out. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Joining me today is my longtime friend and co-creator of Simply Charlotte Mason, Karen Smith. Karen is my go-to person for anything nature or science related. So Karen, thanks for joining me as we try to figure this out. Nature study, nature walk. What's the difference? A nature walk is simply a walk in nature. Okay, there you go. Taking time to notice things as you walk along. Nature study is a study of that nature, taking more time to learn something new about what you have seen. About one particular thing. Mm -hmm. All right, so if, let me narrate back to you. So uh, there's a park I like to go to that has beautiful nature in it. And I go there and I walk around and I notice, oh, look, this is in bloom. Oh, look, this is starting to fade. And oh, here come the turtles. I like to watch the turtles come. I'm, I'm doing a nature walk, correct? correct? Mm -hmm. I might be noticing things, but I'm not stopping. I'm, I'm not stopping to look at those really, really closely and carefully. Correct. Now, a nature study I would go to the park with a distinct goal in mind. I'm going to study the turtles. Correct. Okay. So how do a nature walk and a nature... Well, let me ask you this, okay. Which one are we supposed to do every week? A nature walk, and if that leads to nature study, do it. Okay. Get your children out into nature at least once a week and let them have the freedom to observe what they can. Maybe about once a month, take a study. Direct your children to what you want them to notice. Maybe it's insects this time. Let them have the freedom to choose an insect that they see and study what they can about that. They can learn something of the habits of maybe a grasshopper or a bumblebee as it's at the flowers so that they learn something more than just a casual observation. And so how does the nature notebook fit into this? Do you take a notebook on a walk? Do you take it, of course you would take it on your study, but do you take it on both? How, how does it work? A nature notebook is just a place for you to journal what you have seen in nature, whether it's on your nature walk or it's in your nature study. You can do sketches, you can just make notes about what you saw, Maybe it's one of those familiar friends mm -hmm. from your nature walks that you, that you notice, oh, the trees are starting to turn. You might jot that down in your nature notebook. Yeah, I do that on when I do the walks. On this date, mm -hmm. I noticed that the leaves on this tree started to turn. And mark the year. Yeah. Because the following year, it might be a different date. And that gives you some comparison. But that's not a study. That's not a study. That's going to be more casual. Okay. A study would be where you're trying to identify that tree and learn something of its characteristics. So what are the shape of the leaves? How do the leaves grow on the tree? What's the shape of the tree, the branches of the tree? What's the bark look like? What's the fruit look like? What do the flowers look like? 
and how are they different or similar to other trees? So you're not looking for those just to learn the tree's name. You're trying to see how much about that tree you can find out. Exactly. And that's the study. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense. What resources would you recommend to help with all of that process of the, of the journaling, what you're finding out, and doing the studies themselves? For the journaling, um, there are several options out there. We have our Journaling a Year in Nature mm -hmm. that will give you some guidance, give you some focus. And uh, notice, you wrote this. I'll just, you know, throw that in. Yes. <laughs> it's my brain in a book. It is, yes. And it will give you some direction when you go out. Maybe you're going to do trees, and it'll give you some guidance. Notice the tree. Choose one to follow through the year, so you'll notice how it changes in each season. Different things like that. If you want more details, there are a couple of books that we both like. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you this one. This one is The Naturalist's Notebook, and it gives you information on how to observe and really what to observe, and then gives you room in the back for keeping a calendar of firsts over five years. So you can see when, when did that certain bird migrate through your area? When did you first notice it? Year after year after year. When did you know, a certain flower bloom? And things like that. Whatever you want to notice year to year to year, you can record in here. So those small spaces would really lend themselves to nature walks. Yes, and observations from your uh, casual observations. Casual observations. Mm -hmm. Your bird feeders, you notice birds who aren't there all year round, or um, we have several who just migrate through. They're there for a few weeks, and then they're gone in fall and spring. And so we know when they come, and we'll record that, or when birds that are not there in the wintertime but come back in the summer, then I record when they came back. So then this, the journal, gives you a lot more space for to doing actually your do a study. And your notes. Okay, okay. And then this one has been a favorite for many years. It just seems to make nature journaling less intimidating. Yes. It gives, um, again, instructions on what to look for, I think, and how to find it, but also gives um, some ideas on, and instructions on how to sketch things in nature. Yeah. Um, different shading and how to get those details down. This so. one, Keeping a Nature Journal by Claire Walker Leslie. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not nearly as scary as looking at the country diary of a Victorian lady. Correct. That artwork just scares me to death. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful, and I know I, I could not do that yes. yet. Um, but this one is much more approachable. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. So this one is the how-to, the encouragement to keep yes. a nature journal. The naturalist's notebook. The naturalist's notebook is more um, for casual observations on your walks mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. as you're looking out your backyard. And then journaling a year in nature is for those studies where you want to actually sketch something and yes. record details. You could really use this for both, casual yes. and mm -hmm. detailed. This is a place to record your observations besides your calendar of first like this has here. Yeah. But your sketches, um, any notes that you need to make about um, your observations. You can even put um, poetry in here, nature poetry, oh, yes. that goes with what you've observed. 
Nice, nice. So when we talk about nature study, does it always have to happen outside? I know it gets very cold and you get some real good snowstorms up where you live. And down here where I live, it gets really hot. Yes, and yes. so so what I'm hearing about nature study, where you're looking really closely at something, could that be done bringing nature inside? Oh, there's many things that you can do inside. There may be things that you have found and you've collected, maybe um, it's rocks that you saw in the summertime, and you can save those for winter or those hot summer months <laughs> when you don't want to be outside. And you can look at those with a magnifying glass, see if you can identify them in some way. Um, look to see if some of them have fossils or whatever. So there's things that you can do with that. Maybe it's pine cones and you want to look at those closer. There's also lots of nature study that can happen in your home. You can sprout and grow seeds yes. and plants. Many people have house plants and those make good nature study. A couple of winters ago we got a hyacinth bulb and it just watched, mm -hmm. we, we journaled as it bloomed mm -hmm. in, you can do inside. That. Many moms don't like this but spiders hang out in our homes and they make wonderful nature study. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the winter months. And so, you know, there are many things that you can now, do. you have mentioned to me before to be careful about collecting nature things to take home with me. Yes. Could you talk about that for just a moment? Always check the laws, and not just the local laws in your area, but there are laws for state and across the nation that prohibit you from doing certain things. Um, mostly, you cannot pick wildflowers. Okay. If it's on your property, you can. So anything but, on your yeah. personal property, you're Public good to go. Public property, you cannot. Okay. Um, there are laws that protect native birds. You cannot collect even their feathers or their nests or anything. It's illegal to do that. And so be aware of those things when you're out. So you could still study it, mm -hmm. as Charlotte said, in situ, you know, right yes, there. right there. But don't take them but, home with you. But you cannot collect them. All right, good to know. Thanks so much for helping us. I hope that has clarified in your mind nature walks and nature study, both of them are wonderful tools. Get out into nature, that's the main thing. And then just journal your continuing and growing relationship with God's creation around you. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the audio version or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links and links to the resources that we mentioned in this episode will be in the notes. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.